0: Welcome to today, and welcome to Death Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie, and I talk to heroes about what excites them, and we also talk about the mysteries of the universe. This week's podcast guest is hero ICS Aquarian. I'll be honest, I was truly starstruck speaking with her, and I feel really lucky to have gotten to talk to her about her role in the Source family as documentarian and temple keeper. That group was at the beginning of ushering in a new age of understanding and spirituality and deep connection with self and earth. I really appreciate this deeper look into how she first met Jim Baker, and then years later he had become Father Yod, and when they reconnected they both knew they were back home, and finally with family. Their connection spans lifetimes, and it's an amazing story. Please go watch the Source Family documentary, um directed by Jody Wiley and uh, get the Source Family book and the new scrapbook out on Sacred Bones now. This family was way ahead of their time dealing with healing, health, and spirituality and I learned so much each time I revisit the movie and the book. I want you to experience it too. I'll share the links below. And now, please welcome to your head and heart, IC's Aquarium. Thank you so much for coming here um, to our podcast. Um, I, d- can I call you, do I call you Isis? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for coming here, Isis. Um, this is a heroes podcast where I talk to heroes about um, about themselves, about what they're into. Um, maybe we'll find new things to get into, but I'm a huge, huge fan of yours, Um and i can't really believe i'm like very starstruck right now i can't believe i'm talking to you um i guess my knowledge of anything about you was i i i had heard the music the source family music at some point um and did it you know i don't think most people think about where the music they're listening to comes from and then the book came out and it just completely blew my mind i had no idea that anything so cool existed in the world and um and then, as you know, we uh, interviewed Jody a couple weeks ago and I just I the movie is is one of my favorite movies ever. I just I love it so much. I didn't really think about it as being actual people because it was just a movie to me. Um, And the more, you know, the more I thought about it and the more I've been doing these interviews, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe I can talk to these people. So I really can't believe you're here. Thank you so much for coming here and thank you for doing all of your documenting. It's it's changed my life and I'm sure there's many people's lives who's who have been changed by you. So thank you.
1: Wow. Well I'm I'm just as um shocked as you are that we're all here. <laughs> I mean, I just turned 80 and who knew, right? Happy birthday. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah,
0: it's super cool. And I think, um, yeah, is there's so many I I would just first say everyone you have a a scrapbook that just came out um, on Sacred Bones, and I recommend everyone get that. But I I really, really recommend everybody to watch the movie. um, Because it's just, it's, it's, I mean, just all of the different things, everything you see, everything you hear like that, was all pretty much documented by you. Is that correct? Correct. That's so cool. Like um, I've been, I think it's not that weird for people now that everyone has phones to film and photograph things and capture memories, but I've always uh, carried like a film camera before there were phones. And it's just something that it's always felt like it's really in my blood to, I just feel compelled to document stuff. I'm not exactly sure why. And uh, Jody said that your dad uh, was a a documentarian as well. Do you think that's where you get it from, or what do you um,
1: think about that? No, both. Uh, okay, um, I feel like I've documented, recorded, been part of that genre many incarnations. Okay, so when I incarnated into my family, I, I was allowed apparently to incarnate into something that would benefit me and be familiar for my path this lifetime. So my father <clears throat> um, was chief of documentations for the Air Force, which means his crew documented, filmed everything. That's who they went to. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I, I grew up being documented. I grew up having my picture taken from as far as I can remember my whole life. Right. So it was not an unusual concept for me. Okay. Like you, I always carried a camera around. And um, so it was just natural when I, you know, found Father and joined the source family. And I saw what, how amazing it was what was happening and what was coming down uh could not be it had to be documented it could not be missed yeah it was like a cultural happening uh it was a renaissance it was like so much happening yeah and, and visually stunning <laughs> yeah and and the 60s and 70s were just like a time out of time you know yeah. and um so yeah i I was, uh, had no choice, you know, Right. I documented and preserved and, and, you know, basically saved the legacy. But, you know, um, father told me, father, you, when I joined the family, he said, we've done this many times together. And he said, we made commitments before reincarnating to do this. That made total sense to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I never looked back. You no, know, I left everything, and that was that that's so cool yeah. i
0: uh you I read that are you you're from d c and Florida, and I guess well, I guess more importantly than that is that is that you do you think that all the of our incarnations have already happened, and we're just experiencing this right now for some reason or? Do you think there's a past and a future? Or how do you feel yeah. about that?
1: I never thought of it that way, but no, I don't. Okay, like we I, I feel like right now because we're on planet Earth, this is this incarnation. I feel like it's a school. Earth, you know, Earth is a school. We're in a classroom. And our goal is to get a passing grade, you know, Mm -hmm. pass our exam, this incarnation around so that we can get on with it, you know, better our next one. Mm -hmm. And so the planet's on many different levels of school. You know, there's preschool, there's kindergarten, there's elementary, (laughs) there's high school, you know, college. So we're not all on the same grade level. You that know. makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, know? because like some people just don't get it. Well, they're not supposed to. They're not ready yet.
0: Right. You know? and I guess when you, I'm just curious when you say that you chose, um, you chose your family structure for the things that you could. Do you feel that you chose that for the things like you inherently knew you could learn from them, or how how do you sort
1: of explain? Yes, that? I would be within the safety of that uh, I would learn I'd be protected it was something that would nurture me for my future and you know all the other stuff that came with it was a learning definitely a learning process yeah my brothers and sisters ended up with who my mother ended up with which was a saint oh cool Um, yeah yeah
0: that's I think that's really cool I think a lot of uh, people are starting to sort of feel that way that um that there's a an intentional thing that's you're here to learn um and that you chose your not everyone chose and not everyone gets you I guess but that some people chose we do to...
1: choose we do choose. Okay. Yeah when we leave the body and we have that oversoul we do choose what would be our our best learning experience, environment, and the best situation for that incarnation. You know, they say we do choose our parents, we do choose our circumstances, you know, and maybe it's not exactly what we wanted, but we figure out how to work around it, either get out of it or go with it or learn from it. You know, everybody's got payback one way or the other.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and I... I guess one thing I wanted to ask you is what can you explain the river of life? Uh, Like when you leave your body, you said you you look at your river of
1: life. What is that? Well, they say when you. When you leave your body, you review your life like a movie. It all passes before your eyes. So make it worth watching. Oh, wow. (laughs) And and. That's not what's just not our belief. It's been a long held tradition in many religions, many mystery schools, many occults, you know, that uh, you do leave the body and you review your river. And that's, you see what your passing grade is, you see the mistakes you made, and you see it in a very non judgmental way because you're. It's your soul and you are separated from this incarnation. So it's you're very clear. The the clarity is very clear in what you're watching, what you were supposed to get out of it, and what you're supposed to learn and what you're gonna do better next time.
0: You know. Yeah, and I do I call him Father Yod or how yeah. would okay. The yeah, yeah. father yod, did you I mean for me. Reincarnation. And uh, as I told you, we just made a record all about um, reincarnation, I guess, at the core of it. And uh, mainly that this is a record, the band made a record uh, so that we can send messages to our future selves. And okay. I guess.
1: Somebody just rang my doorbell. Nobody ever rings my doorbell. Oh, no. Let me just check. Yeah, please. I don't know. Should I? Would that be inappropriate?
0: No, not. If it's not
1: for you, please, please go. Oh, that's crazy. Somebody uh, wrote the package, but you know, with the theft right now, it's like you can't leave anything outside.
0: Oh, uh, is it oh, bad? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. No, yeah, it's
1: bad everywhere.
0: Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, um, But, well. Uh, Moving you know, on. Yeah, no, I'm just curious how much, yeah, is that, Um. I just, I feel for some reason at this point that this is, um, that the, record we made is about uh reincarnation and and just to send our future selves a message and we tried to put stuff in the record and on the record that would be um that would call out to us regardless of where we were or what we were doing in the future and I guess I just want to know more about how you all discussed your past and and future um incarnations
1: well you know there's something called the akashic records are you familiar with that? A little bit, yeah, yeah. the The same thing. It's like it's got, when you can tune into the Akashic Records or when you are at, at a vibration enough to be able to enter it, it's like a mystery school. It has everything there, all the wisdom, and, and it gives you what you need. So what you're doing on the human earth level is the same thing as being able to access the Akashic Records. And I, th- I think that's a really good idea.
0: Because yeah. you never
1: know hundreds of years and, and from now what people find, what survives. You know, I look at stuff all the time from 100, 150 years ago, newspaper articles. And I go, they look so familiar. Wow. I could be looking at myself 100, 200 years ago. Yeah. You know, drawn to certain things. So, who knows by what we do now, and what we keep, what we leave behind? I think that's important. Yeah. And was there, oh,
0: like, was that a big part of um, what you all talked about and like, yes. your experience in the yeah. family? Yeah. yeah that's-, that's the
1: present and the future. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and I guess one thing I wanted to ask you also is, um, I think when you, one thing that I think most people want to know about these types of situations is that, you know, when you, I've only ever met one person where physically their energy I could feel from so far, like just a huge energy that was amazing to be around. It couldn't explain it, that kind of thing, I guess. Can you explain what it was r- like to be around Father Yod and, you just and what? Explained it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just explain it. Yeah, just can you talk about the energy of someone
1: like that? Uh, just, um, I knew him as Jim Baker. I knew him before Father Yod. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, I was friends of his wife at the time, and he had another famous restaurant called The Old World. Okay. And uh, he was awesome. He was a Hollywood yeah. legend before he even became father Yoda, the source, you know, but we didn't, we connected, but we really didn't connect. It was like, that wasn't at that time. He was not my path. Right. You know? And I moved on and I became engaged in a rock and roll photographer. And we had a studio and I, I was just fine with that. You know, I never thought that that would ever change. Right. Um, We were looking for Jesus Christ, looking people for a photo shoot. And somebody said, you know, your friend Jim Baker opened up the source. He's now called Father. All kinds of Jesus is running around there, long hair and beards. And I went, I haven't seen Jim in years. Yeah. So I'm going to go down and I'm going to scout out some people for our shoot. And I'll tell you, I stepped onto the source patio. It was in the early days of the source. And um, he came walking out he wasn't Jim Baker, he was Moses. Wow. Absolute, right on, there you go, Moses. You know? and Something in me changed. It was like, I felt like I was like uncoded. I felt like I'd been coded with him up to that point. And all of a sudden it felt like we both merged and connected and we both instantly knew you know what we were supposed to be doing and who we were and and that was our timing that's amazing yeah so I never looked back that's so cool what like
0: do you think that I mean I mean you have as much to do with that as he did I guess I just wonder like well we both
1: made we both made the commitment before incarnating yeah to to do the work together at a certain time in this time frame's history. Do you think
0: people can pass by that if it's meant to be?
1: What do you mean pass by? Like not connect? Like if, you know, if... No, what, if, I, you, you you will connect. You have the opportunity maybe not to pick up on it or do it or bypass it for some reason. Yeah. You know, I do think that there are situations that, that get messy or messed up. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just
0: curious, and I I'm just interested that you, you were you had your life, you were living it, and it felt perfectly right.
1: Yeah, it, was, it was wonderful.
0: And yeah, and then this this other whole layer, it seems yeah. like happened. Uh and
1: it's my yeah. soul de- destiny and purpose. And when that clicks in, you have no choice. Yeah, you yeah. better get on with it. <laughs> you know yeah, for sure. For you? Do
0: you is that the way? Everyone felt that met him. You know, everybody has their
1: own story, but it's all very similar. Yes. Yeah. They just knew. They were told to come to L.A. They accidentally found the source as soon as they walked into the source and saw Father. Yeah. I mean, we all have our story. There are people that drew pictures of him before they found him. Wow. You know, so we were all guided and led back to this incarnation with him. And he always said, you know, he gathered us. He gathered us long before we even knew he was gathering us. Yeah. So you know, to 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 do this journey, this lifetime again together. That's so cool. Yeah, the only
0: cool. Yeah, the only other time I've really heard of that of being like compelled to do something um or that most people talk about is when they see UFOs or uh, things like that is just being drawn to these things. And I wonder if you
1: think it's a higher, it's a higher, it's a higher, I don't even know the word I want to use. It's the veils get thin. So it's interdimensional. Right. And, and there seems to be a better word for it than energy. It's more than energy. It's something else, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, we're all, we're all you, we're all aliens. We're all star beings from other planets. Yeah. But that's what the whole star man graphic is about, you know, and symbols.
0: Yeah. Can you and, talk a little bit about that? I know on our emails, you said that, um, he felt, and you felt like you all were um, from Sirius or from? Well, he,
1: he, he said he was, that was his home planet. I okay. always thought that was my home planet. Okay. Um, and that's, he was going to, I would say maybe there was a period where before he left the body, he, in morning meditations, he would talk about the planet Sirius and he would wow. say he's being drawn to it and he would have visions and he'd have conversations and, and, um, you know, he said, I'm, I'm going to be going, when I go, when I leave this time, I'm going back to Sirius to prepare our next home. Wow. You know, and many of us absolutely still believe that.
0: Yeah, I guess I told you that we have a song called Journey to Dog Star that we just yeah. wrote and I don't that's why I'm this I think this is so interesting cuz I don't know um I don't know why you know these like I'm be, you know it's art so it's I don't exactly know where from it is coming. I know that it was like important and I know that these mess it, the records called Islands in the Sky and uh I was like Beautiful. sick Yeah, I just thank you. But I was sick for like six months and I just kept waking up with this message to take care of the islands. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know what it means. I have little pieces of it, but not the full thing. So I'm like, what, you
1: know, um, your soul wants to remember and reconnect. So you have to take care of your connection in this physical body while the veils are thin, mm -hmm. you know. To, to to the other dimensions, the, the interdimensional worlds. Yeah. yeah. And, and Sirius is um the dog star, dog backwards is God, by the way. Yeah. And um it's also the guiding star of the pyramids. So it's yeah. always that middle pyramid and that tells you something. Yeah. And it's also the star of Bethlehem. Whether you believe in Jesus or not, it's a symbolic reference to Sirius, was that guiding star. Yeah, that's so cool.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Did you, and did you, I guess one question is not that important, but as far as um, being Isis Aquarian, was do you, did did Father, you know, uh, give you that name in particular for a reason. And was that the only name you were given? Or how did that work?
1: Well, there was a point in the family where we didn't, you know, we weren't who we were when we came in. Right. You know, we all wanted different names to fit our different lifestyle. And uh so it came down that we would start, we would get new names. And so you know, father started, he started giving out a few names. And um, sometimes people would say, I vibrate to you, and they would name themselves. Oh, That cool. was very few. We, we basically wanted to be named more than pick our name. Yeah. There was a um, philosopher named Manly P. Hall. Yeah. Who has the Philosophical Research Center. Yeah. He was very big at the time, and he was actually one of Jim Baker's mentors. Cool. And I... I had been to the PRS, and I I didn't know Manley, but I had gone to some of his classes. But his book called The Secret Teachings of All Ages was the Bible for the hippies, the flower children, the whole 60s and 70s. Everybody yeah. had that book because it was spiritual um, archived for us to to be able to. Visually see, because there were so many graphics and paintings and symbols in it, beautiful stuff, and then also the ex- explanations. Yeah. So, um, one day, Father just said, I'm going to go see Manly at the PRS, That's and so a group cute. of us went with him, and Manly P. Hall had made a list with 50 names on it. And when we got there, he just handed the list to father. Wow. I know. That's That's the way he said, go back and name your, you know, your, your family, these names. And on that list was Isis. That's. And uh, um, I was given that name. And I actually tell you the truth. I had never heard of Isis. Yeah. And Osiris. I hated the name. Oh yeah! I thought, oh my god, really? <laughs> you know, I re- I just actually, actually, I refused it. Ooh! <laughs> I mean, because it sounded so stupid. Okay. I mean, you know, it really did. I I absolutely did not want that name, okay. and I wanted like a cool name. You know, I don't know, like what flower? I don't know. Yeah, like Whatever. what would be cooler? I think. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, he said, no, that's who you are. That's your name. So I went with it. And yeah. then of course I understood, you know, it was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's super cool. That's one of, um, some someone I'm supposed to call in uh, and someone that I feel like I resonate and communicate with. So I think that's really cool. Um, uh, yeah that's super cool uh, and also Aquarian like I know that the people that weren't um like you called people Piscean that were like squares and stuff can you yeah
1: like yeah not not with it <laughs> yeah yeah The <laughs> new I, spiritual awakening yeah and the age was the age of Aquarius which you know like all the songs sing we are the uh, age of Aquarius where yeah you know there'd be white and spiritual understanding and love and harmony and peace and from our soul and heart, which, you know, wasn't really happening until the sixties and seventies hit. Yeah. And the mindset of the forties and fifties, the forties were just coming out of the war with Hitler and the fifties, our parents were so, Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> unhealthy with their food, and they smoked, they drank, they most of them were alcoholics. Yeah, you no, know? um, and we there was no way we we wanted that, and that's what everybody dropped out and formed that whole subculture of the sixties and seventies.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I, that's so cool. I I always sort of wonder is there was such a like imposed especially in the like the dream of america but there was such an imposed idea There, 30s that was bad 40s that was bad and then the 50s was supposed to be ideal but it was people it lacked
1: spiritual understanding yeah
0: and seemed like the whole thing was to it was material and um and to really fit into these roles and that was success and i feel like Uh, that had a huge negative impact on on men and women and everyone. But that I think that it makes so much sense to me that people would seek out a family or seek out a father, seek out sisters and brothers in a time when your parents are so um, just determined to be a you know not not like loving beings, just be. Um, well, they
1: were loving it, but they just didn't understand. Okay. You know, it, 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 it was moving so fast that we had to leave. They couldn't keep up with us, and we had to, okay. you know, yeah. And people did. They migrated to places like L.A.
0: Yeah,
1: In England, there was, you know, San Francisco, but it was mostly the L.A. area that it was it gave birth. It was like the manger that gave this whole thing birth. Yeah. Do you,
0: why do you think that is?
1: Um. Because it's a sacred place, it's a ley line. It's a ley line that forms a pyramid with with Egypt and Bethlehem. If you if you find the charts, okay. You know, there are sacred points on the earth, energy points, ley lines. They're called.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh and is uh I don't know where you are in Hawaii, but is that on one of the lines as well? Yes, Hawaii okay. definitely
1: is. Yeah, Hawaiian. Hawaii's always been known as a very special place. Yeah. And aloha is its mantra. And aloha means, you know, peace. Hello, goodbye. We're all ohana family, friends. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. So did you, um, I I guess I'm just a little bit, what other places, like it's, it's Los Angeles and San Francisco and what well, are, you know, San
1: Francisco is kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> I you know they they had more of the beginning of the hippie thing, but it was a lot of drugs and dark. Yeah. I almost don't want to include them on on like the, the spiritual center was basically L.A. Okay, with like Mammy P Hall Center, like all the centers sprouted up around the L.A. area. Okay, spiritual center and groups of the time and things that were happening.
0: Yeah. That's cool. And you guys lived in um, Laurel Canyon, or where did you live? We lived in, in um, like Hollywood in the hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood Hills. There's definitely magic there for sure. (laughs) A
1: lot of us had lived in Laurel Canyon. Okay, but the can you know the canyon was just. Laurel Canyon was just above, like, you'd come down the canyon and go right to the source. It was just, like, kind of all in that same area.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's really, that's so cool. I mean, I'm from here. I lived uh, in New York for a while because I just had that thing of, like, this isn't it. Um, But now I'm back here, and I feel like... Where uh, are you? LA? Yes, I'm in Los Angeles. But, yeah, I'm from here, so it's kind of, it's... I I'd love to hear, you know, I always knew people came here, but I didn't really know why. Um, and I always just had a driving force in myself that it's like, you need to move to New York. That's, that's the most important thing. But, uh, I didn't find what I was looking for there, (laughs) but so now I'm back here, but, uh, the, the restaurant, um, is just, you know, something of such exciting lore, just like the dream. And to me, I've always felt like, um, it's just funny because if I were to have my own group of people, I would they would have to serve food and they would have to work at a restaurant because I feel like that <laughs> that's just to me like teaches you so much compassion and and uh to be able to understand someone's needs before they even acknowledge that they or even know themselves that they need it, um, and to feed people. It's I come from a long line of uh of restaurant people and there's just something so so cool to me always about this the idea of like um
1: it's always been part of yeah community village helping learning the hebrews have it in the kibbutzes you know you can go eat if you're hungry salvation army with their free food yeah well uh, it's all interesting ones were open if you yeah. wanted something to eat you know yeah
0: well, I think it's it's so strange how I I guess that was one of the first like health food.
1: It was the first organic not na- on the national country in America. It yeah, was in a store somewhere nobody knew about.
0: Yeah, it was totally actually it,
1: very, very famous.
0: It's so cool cuz it's just even now it's not that even now it's not acknowledged how important diet is for your healing, which I think is the strangest thing in the world. But I, when I like hear about you guys and learn more about it, just the idea of how uh, much respect there is for what you eat and how you, you know, go about your whole day and being healthy is like at the center of what seems like, at least you started off doing seems like, uh, you know, like, and I think that that's, that's what I, I I just think is the coolest part. It's about it's, being healthy. It's not yeah, about...
1: It's respecting, it's respecting the vehicle that you were given to operate in this lifetime. Yeah. It's taking care of, which is you have to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that that's super cool. I think it still is like blows people's like i I'm, maybe i maybe parents- i just i
1: don't know i i just get shocked when i think that this isn't a, a better understanding like when people say gosh what <laughs> because there's whole there's whole foods emerged from that and there's in your area cafe gratitude yep you know that all came place. off of this the, the source of what we did in the 60s and 70s yeah
0: well it's i think it's just super cool and forward thinking, even though it it shouldn't be, it's, it makes, you know, to take care of your vehicle, it seems like it would be the most obvious thing, but even like my parents and no offense to them, but they're like organic. We don't, it doesn't need to be organic. And it's like, yeah, when you were a kid, there was all food was organic, but yeah, now it's, it's not. So it's like, <laughs> it's different now. And it's, it's just these things, just how forward thinking it was to to be healing by food is I in this country, at least is, is, is really forward thinking. I think that's really, really cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, do you, um, I guess one question I have is about the morning meditation. Um, I, if that, if, can I ask a question sure. about it? Yeah. Is what, what exactly, what, or not exactly, but what, did, what was it? And, um, is it, I think you have you recorded some of it, and you can find
1: it. But what? Yeah. what was it? Well, it, the morning meditations were basically a way for us all to connect together as one body, as one family, once a day. Because then after that, people went to work. Uh, the women stayed at home and took care of the kids, or we had house duties. We had the band; they were they would go in the studio, and you know after the morning everybody we didn't see each other you know everybody went basically different ways came back at night and we all went to bed very early because we got up early so that was our time with father that was our time with each other and that was time where uh father would just we would sit down and he would lead the way and he knew where it was going to go Sometimes it ended up that there was energies that needed to get taken care of that hadn't been taken care of. They were brought up in front of the family and father and they got taken care of. Um, it was a time where anybody could discuss anything, talk about anything if they needed to. But it was also a time to just to be together and share and listen to the new music that was coming down from the family. Oh, cool. And yeah, that was like we had so much fun. People were able to dance and sing with it and just, you know, have have our time and our, our morning before we all went out and did whatever it is we were doing. And then it was also basically the time for Father to impart to us wisdom and teaching. That's how our teachings all came down and the wisdom and that's uh yeah and that's when I saw that happening I i definitely started recording and I gave the camera to you know a couple of other people in the family I just couldn't do everything that yeah point. for sure and uh we have you know four four to six hundred of those cassette tapes and all of them are amazing because wow. it's a real deal in real time it's like time travel and you could go back and the real deal in the real time and uh, many of those tapes have been transferred into mp files very easy to listen to oh cool
0: yeah Yeah, I just wasn't
1: sorry please and uh (laughs) a lot of it we got to share you know father yo Yehoa's time in life with him to what was happening on his journey because we weren't familiar with the term at the time of channeling, but he actually ended up going into channeling things and things were imparted to him. And he talked about Sirius. He talked about this one person that always waited for him on a path. And, and, and one time he went, went to him in a morning meditation. And when he came back, he said, yes, He, you know, I met with him again on the path and he was a, he was a, a keeper of the path to Sirius. He kept saying to me, when are you going to come home? He would share things like that with us. And at one time there was a dog that came to him, which was the Sirius dog. You know, like a lot of stuff started happening with that. And a lot of times other things would come to him, like he explained to us about UFOs and aliens. You know, we used to watch them from our backyard. Uh, in know, Hawaii? Back. No, in, in L.A. In oh, those cool. Places. I mean, many people. Yeah. Flying. UFOs were a big thing back there. Back then, a lot of people witness them saw them thought they were abducted whatever yeah but he said you know it's just on our time to be involved with it that's not what we're supposed to be into we're supposed to be into something else he said aliens come from he said they're just like us they come from many different backgrounds races they're different in sizes they're different in agendas he said yeah. some of them are very tiny, two feet tall, some of them are very tall, 14 feet. Whoa. <laughs> you know, and he said they're 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 like all the planets. Each planet has their own agenda and their own hierarchy and their own thing, just like Earth does. Right. But we're all part of a star system. Yeah. And yeah, so That's it doesn't what... seem weird to us to believe in other planets, other beings, or other aliens, you know, any more than it did us being on this planet and being one.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I guess that's really cool. Did he did he um feel like he was like was it a meditative state where he was channeling from or was yes. he
1: always channeling or no no he wasn't always but yeah okay. it, was, it would be a meditative state where he would actually leave who he was his body.
0: And was there like a specific practice that he did no, to get there? Not
1: necessarily, no. It's like, okay, he knew it was gonna hit him, but it would be usually during morning meditation because that's when we were all uh, in a very pure state. Yeah, you know, we're all very positive. We all had chanted, uh, and what, one of our practices was to, to take one hit of the herb the marijuana only in the morning that's the only time we ever used it and it was for spiritual purposes yeah it's a sacred herb and so uh you know our centers were somewhat open by that to begin with and um it was usually four o'clock in the morning which has always been a sacred time for monks oh, cool. for, for you know those early morning hours or the are the hours that most people aren't up so you're not getting everybody's thought projections yeah, very clear time those you know three, four o'clock in the morning yeah, not a lot of interference and it's clear. the channels are very clear so D- did he
0: feel sorry to ask you questions uh did he feel um like when that he Cause I feel like I channel, but I don't have uh not in the same way. It's not a clear, I'm not a clear it's in, you know, different circumstances I can channel through music. And I guess, um, I wonder how much of the music was just playing or was well, that channel? Well,
1: music was completely spontaneous in the moment channeling. Okay, cool. That's why, it. that's why it's so well received. It's like, you can't touch it. Yeah. You know, it, and yeah. it, it, it carries that, it still to this day, carries the vibration it was made in. Yeah. You know? And, and what, so music was, that that was a big
0: part, because my only perspective is, I, I read the book a long time ago, but my perspective is the movie, which I think, uh, obviously, I think is amazing, but it doesn't focus on one thing too long or too much. But the music was a huge, can you talk about the music and how, Big of a part that was in your guys's? Well, life. the
1: music was, it brought us so much um, fun. <laughs> okay. <you know? laughs> and it was a teaching tool. It's like it was a vibration that if you listen to, it's like when he played the gong, you know, you can leave your body to it and go, you actually can go other places by the notes they played and what they played and how they played it. It's yeah. an instrument. And music is a universal language. It can, you know, anybody in the world, you don't have to speak the same language to understand what you're listening to and music as a soul. So that's what we were basically creating music for, not only for us, but he said that long after I'm gone, I will still be teaching by people listening to this music. He imparted you know, wisdom into listening.
0: That's so cool. And it's true. I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot of people have heard it and it's, you know, people
1: love it too, (laughs) which is, I uh, love it. We all loved it. And father loved it and he had a great time with it. And it was, you know, very, it was a lot of fun for him. That's so cool. And I guess, um,
0: you said in the movie that he said he hadn't released you from your duties. Um, do you still feel
1: that way? Um, well, not so much anymore because we've done so much. And in... I made an agreement with him that I would say help you know by what I did in documenting, archiving, and saving the legacy would save the legacy
0: and that it was is. my
1: commitment to him. Yeah. So for the f- first 30 some years, no, I didn't feel like I was released uh-huh. because I hadn't saved the legacy. I had all the archives but not, you know, nothing was done with them. There was nothing out. And um but he's been with me. I've carried my thread with him.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's a enormous amount of information and being in the middle of it is not an easy place to start for anyone. It's
1: just, um, for me, it's just, it's been my life. It's been my goal and my commitment. I became completely committed to him and still am. And I still remain, you know, his wife. And, but the thing is, is now that we've, you know, we've had, the music's been out, the book came out, several other books are coming out by other Source family members, you know, with their perspectives. Jody did the documentary, um, the end of March, I think we're having another event in LA, which is the photo book, the photocopy table. Book. Oh, cool! And it's that's just so nothing that, But my scrapbook of photos, exactly the way I did it in the family. Yeah, and it's just like the first of many we're going to do to release the photos. So I'm kind of feeling, you know what? I think it's been it's pretty secured. UC Santa Barbara has the archives. So that's, Okay that did it right there. It's like, it's preserved. It's gonna be kept safe. Hundreds of years from now, people are gonna be able to access it. You know, it, scholars will study it. Students will study it. The press will be able to still get to it. And we just have thousands and thousands of slides and black and whites and prints and photos and, you know, recordings of his morning meditation and the music. And it's just like they've got it all. Yeah. At this prestigious Hamilton Library in in Santa Barbara. And so I'm kind of feeling, yeah, I can, we can let go of each other a little bit here, you know. But I'm 80, so what's there to let go of? It's not like where (laughs) am I going to go now.
0: Well, I guess I think uh, just just as far as you, I think, Conclusively, have accomplished the mission. I think. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think no
1: one. But I didn't can... do it alone. Didn't I? You know, I have not done it alone. And everybody in the family, by what they did, contributed to it. So I even had something to work with. So I have to give the family time credit. I have to give Father Yod credit. Yeah, I have. To give but you have credit. to give
0: you credit too, because
1: I do give myself credit. Okay, lately. good. <laughs> um. And then you know, when Jody, my source partner was electricity, yeah, and in the family, and then Jody came aboard, and then she's, you know, we did the book, we did the documentary, and she's like done so much. There, she's a legacy saver by doing this. And then yeah, Char- my other partner, Charlie Kitching, who did this new book with me, it's like we're all legacy savers, sacred bones by even doing it.
0: Yeah, you know, no, it's a it's-
1: doing it yeah
0: it's amazing I mean it's it's above or uh, next to anything else it's just amazing art like all around it's just super cool whether mm-hmm. or not it's uh m- means more to anyone it's just it's so it's a so breathtaking it's all amazing and you guys did such a good job and um yeah and I feel like Jody is so so sweet and such an amazing person. I wasn't really expecting that. I don't know <laughs> why, but it's always shocking to me. And you're super, super cool. I feel like I learned so much from you. Um, and thank you so much for coming here. Um, are you gonna be coming out to the
1: uh yes. in was March? Say, but we have to get together.
0: Yeah, please. That would be yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um be. yeah, I will be there for sure, but okay. I guess. Thank you so much for coming here. Is there uh, anything else you would like to tell the
1: universe? No, I pretty much, well, well go <laughs> just interview to interview, whatever that person pulls out of me or wants to know. I never prepare. So, <laughs> you know, whatever you want to ask is perfect for this podcast.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm just really happy to talk to you. And I feel like it's really cool. Um just to just to be able to have this connection and get to, you know, know you. I didn't um I really like the way you explain things and I I really um appreciate your open mindedness and just the oh, way you can you.
1: what's that? <laughs> thank you. I do uh, have one thing. Yeah. Because it's really kind of cool when, when I flashed on it, I went, wow, I did not think of that. Yeah. Like, we're the old guard, but we're still standing with this next generation. And there's never been a time in history that I can figure out where the old merged with the new. Yeah. On kind of the same platforms and levels. Like, when I meet people like you or the younger people, we don't feel a difference with each other. Yeah. You know, we're kind of all there together. And that if you think about that, that's like, I don't know if that's ever happened where the old guard is standing still with the with the, the new guard, the next generation and working side by side with the same mentalities and thoughts and goals. Yeah, it, I don't know. I is that, that, I- isn't that like really? Come on.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just wondering, is that what the age of Aquarius is? Is the
1: Yes, yeah, so we're just in the beginning of that. So we're all humanity in the planet, you know, where, where each is, is their own commitment and individual and being, but you know, we the, the judgment is, is is going by the wayside. And part of what ha- has helped that is things like the Russian war with Ukraine and stuff and just and the whole thing with the Mexican borders and people asking for help and people wanting to help and then people having to face their judgments about wh- how they even thought think about it. yeah, it's like a whole new shift is happening and it won't be our timing, our generation. I think we're gonna have to wait another. Generation or two for it to be clear out and be a little more pure. Okay, you but know. this is
0: like a crossover. You think this yes, is you-
1: definitely another crossover like the '60s and '70s were? Yeah,
0: it's
1: like a portal opened in the '60s and '70s, and we walk through it. It is happening right now again. Yes, you're absolutely right.
0: So that's so. This is like you being the
1: another shift, a big uh, shift.
0: The like the. Ch- not changing of the guards, but the continuance of the guards is... Yeah, we're not
1: changing, and we're being part of it.
0: Yeah, that, I think that is really cool. It is and,
1: cool.
0: Yeah, and w- is it leaving... That's what, I guess, is it leaving Pisces
1: and going into Aquarius, or...? No, we we're, were into... We uh, in Pisces, and oh, jeez. We're in the age of Aquarius now, Okay, so. yeah,
0: I don't... I'm not... I don't know too much about, Whatever. but I do... yeah totally but that's super cool well yeah thank you so much um and i can't wait to meet you in march all right okay thank you bye
1: bye